Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on? Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free and they are always must-have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com. Welcome back to the Life Handmade Podcast by Scrapbook.com. I'm your host, Jessica Harrington. On today's episode, we chat with Paige Evans from Pink Paisley. We cover everything from her roots working in a small local scrapbook store to how she gains inspiration from her old scrapbooks and how hanging on to her old crafting supplies is an important part of her creative process. Also, Paige shares the details and reasoning behind her latest paper collection, Bloom. Paige is an incredibly talented designer and scrapbooker. She is also a world traveler, having been stationed in Germany and having the opportunity to travel to 43 countries while she was living in Europe with her family. She now lives with her husband and two children in Colorado. Scrapbooking is her passion, and we really feel like there is nothing that she can't do. She is a teacher at Big Picture Classes. She's also on the Scrapbook and Cards Today design team. She makes and releases 10 new silhouette digital cut files every single week. And she has an Etsy shop on the side. So welcome, Paige. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we are We are very pleased to have you here, and we're excited to visit a little bit with you today. So you've been in the industry practically your whole life, and what I mean by that is some people might know, and others maybe not, that you started working at a scrapbook store um, when you were only 16. So tell me a little bit about that first job at 16. That's right. So my parents, my loving parents, decided that when I turned 16, I needed to get a job. And I didn't fight them. I kind of wanted to make my own money, you know, to spend. So my mom took me in her car and we just drove to downtown Redmond, Washington. It's about 20 minutes east of Seattle. And we just picked up applications from all these random places. I think a grocery store, a party city, I think even a Hallmark, which that could have been fun. Um, But there was a scrapbooking store, which I kind of rolled my eyes at. But we walked in and they didn't even have any applications. They just wrote down my name and phone number. And a couple days later, they called me in for an interview. And me and the lady, we just clicked and I got the job. And I couldn't even work on Saturdays. That's just how serendipitous it was because teenagers, they work on Saturdays, Mm -hmm. right? So, and they still were fine with your yeah, hours. They were fine. And so the first time I put my pictures and paper and stickers together, I was hooked. Mm-hmm. So what was just kind of your day-to-day? Did you just work behind the register at the scrapbook store? Did you kind of help with inventory? Like what was it like working at a scrapbook store? Yeah, it was it was all of the above. They made these kits with those metal dies that you roll through. And so they had specialty Seahawk ones and Wazoo ones. And I remember I would spend eight hours every Saturday, not every Saturday, because eventually I was able to start working on Saturdays, but I would make 
those kits. And then I would dream at night that I was still rolling oh. the metal die through. Um, but it was, it was fun. I fondly remember it. Um, and then I actually eventually got to teach my own classes. Really? There. Yeah. So I was, you know, 16, 17 year old Paige teaching these card classes. So, Oh my goodness. Was that something new that they started when you showed an interest or had they already been teaching classes? They were already classes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you think back to when you were young and 16 and working in um, a local scrapbook store, what what's different now in the industry or what do you miss or what do you not miss? What How has it changed? I miss the local scrapbook stores. Yeah. It went out of business when I went away to college and I just miss that intimate setting and the smell of the papers and mm-hmm. the local crops. You know, but when did they do the crops? Were they in the evening? Yes. Or? So they would have crops from six to midnight. And I can't tell you the last time I stayed up till midnight. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was, you know, all these women with similar interests coming together and cropping and scrapbooking. And I actually got my best friend to work at the store too. So Saturday mornings, if we weren't working, we would still just come down and scrapbook together. Oh my goodness. Do you know if she still scrapbooks? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. (laughs) she didn't adopt to the lifestyle fully, it sounds like. Um, awesome. Yeah, that would have been that would have been really fun to start at such a young age and, and have those memories. And I think that's funny that you mentioned the you were still working when you were dreaming or sleeping. Yeah. I, I felt the same way. Just repetitive. You yes. know, I just keep doing it in your yes. sleep. <laughs> we just had a sneak peek at your newest collection, Bloom Street from Pink Paisley. And it has flowers, birds, butterflies, and a really soft rainbow color palette, which we see a lot in your scrapbook layouts and, and things like that. We always see that rainbow being emphasized. And you said on Instagram that all of the tiny details throughout the collection remind us to live a life in full bloom. So speak a little bit more about that. Like, what do you think of when you think someone is living their life in full bloom? I think it just means trying your best and not worrying about comparison. This generation is just so different from what I grew up with and all the social media that we have these days. So I try and not worry about that and just focus on me and what I'm doing, but also lifting fellow crafters up. And I hope by sharing the things that I love doing, it inspires people to take some time from their day and do what makes them happy and so that they can live their life in full bloom. Right, right. I love that. So how do you, because we spoke a little bit about all of the things you do, including, you know, being um, a designer with uh, American Crafts and Pink Paisley and the Etsy store and the Silhouette Files. That is a lot of churning out designs, churning out inspirational things, as well as when you craft. How do you continue to come up with your inspiration? Where do you find it? So, you know, what's funny is people ask me all the time, do you ever sleep? Mm -hmm. And I actually get between nine and 10 hours of sleep every single night. And I think my brain needs it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just needs to turn off because Mm -hmm. when I am awake, it's, it's go, go, go. I wake up at six and I go to sleep at nine. And between those hours, it's, um, You're fully bloomed. Yeah, Yeah. I am going. And so um, as far as like inspiration, 
I I love Pinterest. I love looking through Pinterest, but I'm also inspired by other crafters and just looking through Instagram and I'll see a little something. I'll be like, oh, I wonder if I did it this way. And since I've been scrapbooking for so long, another place I turn to is just myself. I will go back through my older scrapbooks mm. and see how they're kind of maybe a little outdated, but I'll see one technique and be like, I can try it this way. So it helps to have been that's doing this so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting that you're able to look at your old self and your old scrapbooks. And then there's the products and the techniques that were maybe older. And you can kind of, you, you yourself, mm -hmm. turn it and make it cyclical. Yes, recycle. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, do you have any examples of something kind of older or outdated that you recently found that you kind of flipped on its head? How about like um, distressing or torn paper? Mm -hmm. Like that was a rage, all the rage a while ago. And then it was like, ooh, torn paper. And then now it's kind of back. It's a fun, it's a fun finishing touch to distress the edges of your papers or tear papers and layer them up. And you just get all those uh, different forms of dimension. So yeah. And I think that I agree. I remember when I made my own um, wedding invitations. Mm -hmm. Well, me and I, you know, made sure <laughs> that my mother and my sister had to help too. You know, I kind of, of voluntold them. And there was all of the torn edges and that was in uh, 2006. But I agree, it's kind of coming back and the torn and kind of raggedy edge kind of helps to exude that it's handmade. Yes, absolutely. And so, so crisp mm -hmm. and clean. Definitely. Oh, I love that. Uh, punches too. Scalloped border or just border punches in general. They were... A huge thing and then they went out and now they're back so just hang on to your supplies that's what nice. I say because what goes around will come around right mm -hmm. nice that's awesome um and then do you happen I know you mentioned that do you follow other crafters or scrapbookers who are a few that um maybe we've heard of or maybe we haven't heard of that you might follow sure so I have a couple design teams I have my Paige Evans design team there are three gals Missy Whitten, she lives in Florida. She's amazing. I have Steffi Reed. She lives in Germany. Also amazing. And Joka Marco, she lives in Germany. Wow. I love Germany. And so those three are on my Paige Evans design team. And then I have a cut file design team. So their focus is more on using my digital cut files. Okay. And I... Um, I get new girls every six months to a year, and they're just all inspirational. There's mm -hmm. just so many scrapbookers all over the world, and I love that it brings us together. So, Yeah, that is one of my favorite things about digital cut files because it's one thing, and I love to see how so many different people interpreted that mm -hmm. one thing. Yes. It's addictive. I can't stop seeing how people keep creating with the same cut file. Right. Yeah. I can see that for sure. So tell us a little bit more about Bloom Street, like the actual collection. Maybe people are familiar with Pink Paisley and its offerings, but maybe they're not. So tell us the, the breadth of what the collection has and kind of some more details. Absolutely. So it's a scrapbooking collection, but I also like to make my pattern papers and stickers work with other things. So there are 24 double-sided pattern papers, which equals 48 designs. And one thing I love to challenge myself to do is use a different paper for every background. So I try not to repeat papers, the backgrounds at least, when I'm creating layouts. And there are a variety of stickers. You've got a 6 by 12 cardstock sheet front and back. There's a four-page sticker book, and it has iridescent shine to it so mm. we love all the sparkly things. yes 
and there are puffy vinyl thickers. So for, excuse me, those are good for creating titles and there are larger hearts and stuff on there to add lots of love. There is a package of floral die cuts because wow. I, yeah, I can never have enough flowers, which is perfect for this collection because it's Bloom Street. So bring on all the flowers. So they're already die cut. Yes. Oh, awesome. So you need 12 packs of them. Okay. Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> we'll layer them up and yeah. I need them all. Yes. Uh, there are ephemera die cuts, so it's not just flowers. You've got all the sentiments and other shapes and stuff. And there are, oh my God, I could just keep going on. There's mixed embellishments, which includes colorful jewel stickers and sequins in the shapes of flowers and leaves and just uh, regular silver sequins. We've got a variety of paper pads. So if you don't want to buy the individual 12 by 12, there's a 12 by 12 paper pad and a six by eight paper pad, which oh, is good nice. for card makers and little tiny two by two paper pads. So, Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's adorable. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I love <laughs> miniature things. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh, I could keep going. We've got puffy phrase stickers. Okay. So those are good also for titles, sentiments, and charms. Yes, charms. Oh. So there's flower charms and some tassels, which I like to use on handmade Coptic books and yes. mini albums. And can you briefly explain what Coptic books are? Yes. I took a class in college, which was super hard to get into. It was like one of the most coveted classes. Really? So I don't think I was even signed up for it officially I just showed up on the first day of class and she let me add it so wow <laughs> yes it was lucky and um it's just a type a style of binding and the binding is exposed so you can see the strings how it's all stitched together and I love tying things into the binding as I'm sewing it together so charms buttons tassels even custom-made charms made from puffy stickers which you just punch a tiny hole in it and it becomes a charm so I, I love always that. love having charms. And then there's little doodads hanging off yes. the end of the exposed, beautiful right. binding. Super eclectic and fun to turn through. That's awesome. Um, and then I know that there are the butterflies and the birds. Are there any other specific icons that we're going to see a lot of in the Bloom Street collection? And flowers. Don't forget flowers. The flowers. <laughs> All the florals. Right. So yes. it's just very springy. Okay. Butterflies, birds. Okay. Um, hearts. So Beautiful. I need to challenge myself to create pages for my son with this yes. collection because so far I've made eight layouts for my daughter and I oh. get asked all the time to make more boy more pages for my son. So oh, okay. challenge accepted. Yes. <laughs> no, and I know that you can rise to the challenge because I'm sure that you'll wow us by using all of the kind of floral lines and the butterfly lines and you'll you'll wow us with a way to use it for your boy. And his name is Fox, right? It is. I love that. <laughs> really cute name. So when you're creating how do you save some time or, or like have any time-saving tips in the moment of creating? You're like, well, if they only knew I did this or that to cut some time. Mm -hmm. There's So I love hand stitching and adding that homespun touch, but that's definitely a way to cut time is to by not, not doing that. And the same effect can be achieved with a sewing machine. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's just better to Use to just machine. use the machine. Mm -hmm. Do you um, use the same sewing machine that you do when you use cloth or do you do a different needle or what do you do? I 
I think I've sewed on fabric like twice in my life. So it's, it's mostly for <laughs> yeah, your paper. I, I would say so. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. The machine just knows its job and it's meant to sew on paper That's right. in your home. Mm-hmm. I love it. So what advice or tips or tricks um, would you like to share with scrapbookers or new scrapbookers or card makers out there today? Mm-hmm. So somebody just starting out, I would tell them to not be overwhelmed and you don't need to have every single thing. Mm-hmm. You can start with one collection and maybe even try scrap lifting. If you see something you love, you can recreate it, make it. And then if you feel comfortable doing that, then next time you can change something about it. And then slowly but surely you can develop your own style. I love that. Why do you think that people, because I hear that too, what do you think overwhelms people the most if they're just coming into this industry or they just fell into it? What do you think are the few things that overwhelm them the most? I just think the amount of stuff that there is. Right. It's in my natural tendencies to get one of everything. Like, mm-hmm. for example, we collect Lego minifigures and they have these little blind bags and I want one of all of them, you know, or when I was a child, I loved Littlest Pet Shops and yes. I wanted all of them. So it's, I can see how if you're just starting out, you want everything, but you don't need everything. So find find your favorites and start from there. And if you stick with it, you can add more and more. Okay. So some of the things that we always love to ask our guests um, are things about um, handmade gifts and handmade items. So do you have something that comes to mind, something that's the most meaningful handmade gift that you've ever received from someone? I would say it's just a card. I um, recently just felt kind of down mm-hmm. maybe and but then I got this card in the mail from just a scrapbooker saying thank you I'm like about to cry because it was just so sweet you know just taking taking five minutes mm-hmm. to say thanks for putting the, putting your stuff out there in general yeah. just thank you yes for being you <laughs> so I don't know just the way it was written too she just used the most eloquent words and mm-hmm. it just And did it come as a surprise in the mail Mm -hmm. for you? Mm -hmm. That's so special that it was something as small as a card and it was Mm -hmm. recent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And who knows if she knew or she probably didn't that you were going through that hard time. But isn't that beautiful how it can just show up Mm -hmm. in our lives at the time that we need it? Definitely. Uh, Well, on the other side of that question, what do you think is the most meaningful thing that you created with your hands that you've given as a gift? What's the thing that meant the most to you? Um, that I've given mm-hmm. probably I did my parents wedding scrapbook wow. that was one of the first projects I did when I was working at that scrapbook stores they just had their pictures in one of those magnetic albums yes with the yellow edges and I took out all their pages and I would stay a couple extra hours at work mm-hmm. and work on it on my own time and then I just presented it to them and it was you know, I, I would want to redo it again right now, yes. right? Because it was however many years ago, but I don't think it's about the way it looks. I think it is about the way that it makes them feel. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. And you were able, oh, I'm glad that you saved those photos from the magnetic albums. Yeah. <laughs> <So thank laughs> right? <you. laughs> yes. Um. So 
Another question that I have is, you mentioned the punches coming back, but right now, what's uh, the product that you just cannot live without? The one that is kind of like a buzz for you that you're using on all of your projects? Forever and always, it will always be pattern paper. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just in general, it doesn't matter the pattern, just pattern paper. The more, the merrier. (laughs) And you do exude those like colors and the items that you are creating. I love seeing it's almost like I can see. That's what I love about you, because I feel like like if you're in a museum and you don't see the the artists and you're like, ah, I recognize that as a Rembrandt, let's say I can look at something and I just know I'm like, that's a page. (laughs) That's a page of it. You just have that certain look and that's artistry. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, we love it. Um, And then um, one of our last questions for you, and I know that you said that you get asked this question a lot, like, do you ever sleep? And they kind of say it in a joking manner. And I heard you say, you know, I get nine to 10 hours. So do you have to set aside time to be creative? Or would you say that while you're awake, it's on, like you're always creative? Do you have to plan time, schedule time? Because you're also a mom and you do other things. How do you how do you make time to be creative? I I use calendars. I I'm just I just try to stay organized because if I don't stay on top of the tasks, then I get overwhelmed and then I have to say no to all the things. And I don't want to say no. I like saying yes. So just staying organized. And my kids are both in school for almost eight hours every Monday through Friday. So that's a good chunk of time to get the things done and be creative. And there's one of those quotes that it's like, you never lose creativity, the more you use it, the more you have. So it's just one idea will lead to the next. And I'm so excited to wake up every day and get working on that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the creativity fuels or creates more right. creativity. It's kind of like it's never used up. If anything, it mm-hmm. just keeps fueling you. Well, I love that. We really appreciate you sharing all of your ideas and your personality with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been so fun. We appreciate you joining us today. We loved having Paige here with us, and it was fascinating to peek into her life. I'm sure you're excited to see her Bloom collection, as well as all of her classic popular items still available. You can find links to all we mentioned in this episode in the show notes. Go to www.scrapbook.com forward slash podcast for more info as well. Remember, scrapbook.com carries over 40,000 unique items, and it is the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service, great prices, a huge selection of products, and super fast shipping. You also benefit from nearly 200,000 real, authentic product reviews from crafters like you. Also, make sure to connect with and get inspired by other crafters in the scrapbook.com forums and gallery and sign up for one of those free online classes too. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade podcast in your favorite app and enjoy our other episodes there too. Happiness is life handmade. I draw doodles of eccentric faces in the margin spaces of important.